Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. Listen, uh, if you don't enjoy church and fun being together, I'm just going to warn you, heaven's going to be a shocker for you. The serious business of heaven is joy. See, wherever Jesus is, life and life abundantly come. Proverbs says that laughter makes the soul feel well. Laughter should be a part of it. You can have these amazing intimate moments with the Lord and at the same time immediately laugh at the goodness of God, laugh how he's defeating the devil in your life, laugh how he's doing good things in your world. It is good to laugh. Listen, today's Valentine's Day. Can I tell you something? Maybe today isn't causing a lot of joy, but maybe the enemy's trying to get you down, make you feel isolated, make you feel alone. Maybe even if you're married, maybe there's been some letdown, some arguments on the way to church. Come on, that can happen sometimes. But what God wants to do in his presence is he wants to bring his goodness in. And can I tell you something, if you're in the room and you know, today you think like, well, what if someone's saying, let me tell you something, whatever you can celebrate begins to gravitate towards you. That is a kingdom principle. Whatever you celebrate, if you celebrate generosity, you will see generosity come towards you. If you celebrate the Lord, you will see his presence come towards you. If you celebrate love and you celebrate relationships, you will see that come towards you. And so wherever you stand today, let's celebrate that God has good plans, that he plans on you being loved. He plans on you being connected. And the best thing you can do to kick the devil in the teeth that he's trying to make you sad today is you celebrate God's goodness. And when you do that, you begin to draw the kingdom towards you. Celebrate people's relationships. Celebrate love. Come on, let's celebrate the Lord tonight. Let's thank him. Let's give him an offering. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that you're good. Thank you that you love us. Thank you that good things are coming in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, we're going to have some fun. I'm going to have one point, one message. It's going to be quick. Some of you got dates to get on. Uh, by the way, uh, I was just doing some math. Tyson Sever, are you still in the room? Yeah, they're on the way to Flames. All right. How old is your beautiful baby girl now? Seven months. Yeah, because I was doing the math, and about a year and a half ago, I bumped into you guys at a sushi restaurant and bought you sushi. So I was just like, uh, maybe. You're welcome, by the way. You're welcome. <laughs> we know too much. Hey, give somebody a high five. Grab a seat. We're going to get started. It's going to be a good night. It may be a little naughty, but I promise we'll keep it PG-13. Okay. Now, real quick, I'm gonna be honest, I've never got to play this game that they played. I always wanted because I think we'd be good at it. So I didn't even tell my wife I'm gonna do it that. But, but baby, will you come up here? I wanna do one round of this game together. Come here. <laughs> she doesn't know about this. Here's your board. Here's your marker. All right, back to back. Come here, baby. Come here. I'm not as good as 
Hey, we got this, babe. Okay. The question. The question. Did I buy you flowers today? Are you ready? On your marks? Get Whoa, wait, that's a long answer. Slow down. On your marks, get set, go. forget about you. Uh, happy Valentine's Yay! Day, my love. Yay! I know. You thought all day I forgot. Yay! <laughs> uh, all right. Gentlemen, thank you. Yeah, I don't need that anymore. That's how it's done. Public displays of affection works every time. I apologize for using some of our time to score my personal points, but I did what I did. Okay? It's my one. All right, there you go, babe. All day. I just want to also say thank you, Erica. You are my hero. Thank you for helping me with that. <laughs> all right. So I know we got our youth in here too, and I want, I want to help you guys. This is, like I said, very simple. The scripture, the one scripture I want to read to you is found in... Ephesians 5.33. By the way, I'm just going to mention, ladies, if you're trying to get your man to read the Bible, have him start in 1 Corinthians chapter 7. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. Now, Song of Solomon is a good one, too. Okay? But 1 Corinthians chapter 7, I remember a gentleman that I love dearly. He said, yeah, the first Bible verse I ever remembered was out of 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Wives do not withhold sex from your husbands. So, <laughs> but that's a good chapter to start. They'll be like, all right, I'm into this book. But here we go. Here we go. Ephesians 5.33. So again, I say to each man, you must love your wife as you love yourself. And to the wife, you must respect your husband. Now, it's interesting to me that everybody wants love, but the Bible's always super intentional. The Bible's trying to give you a little cheat code here, guys and ladies, of how we work. Now, I'm going to draw a diagram, and this diagram is going to help us understand a little bit of the power of what God's plan in relationship, romantic relationship, covenant marriage is. Now, you're like, if you're not married here, perfect, because the actual thing I want you to see is the importance of why God gave you what he gave you and why you have, here we go, I'm gonna say PG-13, why you have a sex drive, okay? It's one thing, yeah, procreation, that's all good, and like babies, like we're supposed to, you know, be fruitful, multiply, that's a part of it, but why, why is there a drive there? And we're gonna explain it. So I'm gonna bear with me on my artistic skills, okay? But I wanna draw a diagram. Now, I wanna give credit. This isn't Matt Tuggle invented this diagram. A pastor by Mark, I forget his last name, uh, did, did a, does an amazing whole like four-hour message on marriage and all that. And so the diagram I got from him a long time ago, just want to give credit where credit's due, but here we go. So here we go. We have right here. Amen. Okay? Amen. Amen. And we have over here. 
It's Valentine's Day. She's got a few curls. She's looking good. Okay. I got it. Just put the skirt on it. So, you know, we're just... All right. <laughs> this is for uh, you, Tyson. Nice little cheeks. There you go. All right. <laughs> we have a man and a woman here. Okay. We both have this little thing called a heart. We all know that the heart is actually emotions and it's up here, but you, for the sake of the drawing, you know what I'm saying here, a heart. Okay? That's a heart. <laughs> That's a heart. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> a big heart. <laughs> oh, boy. Bear with me here. Okay. <laughs> Y'all are laughing a lot. <laughs> okay. All right. We got a man and we got a woman. Okay, the Bible says... The Bible says that when you get married, right at the beginning from Genesis, and it's reiterated by Jesus, it's reiterated in, uh, I believe, Ephesians, but it says, a man, a man and woman will leave their parents and become united, and two will become one flesh. One flesh. God created this beautiful thing. So just first thing I want to do, God is not anti-sex. He made it. He knows it's awesome. He's pro. He's pro it, okay? He knows it's good. Thank you, babe. Yeah, you can cheer. Woo! Thank you, Jesus, all right? He's not. He's not anti, okay? He would be anti the thing he made. He's pro. Why I write a box around these people is God has a plan for this. The plan is one man, one woman that made a covenant, meaning you've locked yourself in a I'm not going anywhere, come hell or high water, high and low. That's why we say, you know, we do the vows, sickness and death, till death do us part. We lock this thing in a covenant. Why? Not because God's poo-pooing on his thing, but he knows the power he put in it needs to be in covenant because if it's not in covenant, it's manipulated. It's manipulated. You don't want the most beautiful way God made for a man and woman to connect to be manipulated in the way I either do or don't stay committed to you. That's not what God made it for. He made it to create intimacy, not to manipulate your way into maintaining or staying in the relationship. And that's why something, so I'll give you the example. Fire, anyone that like to go camping or go out into the wilderness? You know, you sit out by a nice fire and you... You know, you've got that, it's romantic, and you see the stars and the warmth. It's a good thing. Candles, they're nice too. I, you know, decor, all that, candlelit dinner. The fire and the candle creates a nice ambiance. It's a powerful thing when it's in the right place. But, you know, as you know, uh, me and my wife are uh, migrants from the communist uh, country of California. And... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> and over there, you're highly aware, and here too, a fire outside of its right place is dangerous and destructive. The same is true. God, God knows this thing so powerful, he wants it in the right container, which is a covenant relationship, meaning that is not the thing that dictates whether you stay or go. You're committed to staying or going, and then you can use this powerful tool in the right way. So here's where the diagram comes in. All right? Now listen, <laughs> both, I, I don't want to say, both men and women were given a sex drive, okay? It, it's a bad stereotype, like men are just pigs and that's all they want and women don't, no, no, we all, we all have certain, like, that's all in us, okay? God made it good for everybody. But here's the deal, and this will really help in relationships, and if you're single in here, one, I want you to understand that one of the most powerful things God gives you to sustain your marriage is your sexual relationship. Right. It is the glue where two start to become one. It is the glue where you learn how to love each other better, how to treat each other right, how to develop an intimate relationship. It is the reinforcement of two becoming one, okay? And there is a natural flow of... What it does, going back to the Bible verse that says, wives, or husbands, love your wives. Wives, respect your, but the whole chapter is about loving each other well. Okay, so let me just break this down. I want to talk about, I'm more familiar with this part of the diagram. <laughs> but here's the deal. We all need to fill a full heart. We all need to feel genuinely known and loved and appreciated and respected. We, both, both sides want that. But one of the things you will find, and God hardwired it this way for a reason, is that the heart gets full very often in men when this is happy, <laughs> okay? <laughs> this, there's a connection here that truly makes a man feel Strong, worthy, validated, respected, honored. These things that men... See, core values, actually, most men are hardwired that their core value to feel love is they need to feel respect. And most women, the core value to need to be loved, and this is like in psychology and whatnot, is to feel safety, to feel covered, to feel safe, and that I, I'm comfortable, I'm, I'm well taken care of. Now, ladies, I want to help you. That's not, we like comfort. Of course we do. Everyone does. But it's not our primary. I'll give you a good example. I was in a circle of men at men's prayer. And one of the guys was talking about just kind of going through a tough season. And he kind of opened up to his wife. And he's like, oh, man, it's just it's tough right now. You know, it's financially tough. And, and she, trying to be supportive and loving, said, you know, if you want, I could go get a job. And all the guys in the circle, we all went, oh, man, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Why? Because as men, we know, man, that's not actually what we wanted to hear. What we needed to hear right there is, don't worry, you got this. We want to know that we're believed in, that we're respected, that we're trusted. Okay? So I just want to say that, that 
what the flow here is men feel love when this happens. Now, guys, if you are married, you learn this. This is why date nights are important and learning to be chivalrous and kind. The flow usually here is once this gets touched, feels connected. <laughs> Activation. Activation. It's true. Okay? So how God intended this, God looked at a bachelor, the first bachelor he ever made. He looked down and he went, that is not good. He is uncivilized. The place is a mess. Look at him. Look, this is not good. And so he split it up. But here's the, the flow that he wants. Men, we sometimes, honestly, we're weaker when it comes to taking care of our hearts. We, it's not that we're stronger. It's actually, I think, emotionally often men are a little bit weak. We don't know how to talk about our feelings. We aren't really raised to talk about our feelings. We're more hardwired to get it done, get something done, do the task. This is all stereotyping, but it, but it is relatively true in most cases. So God sets up this thing in covenant where you guys can't get out. We're locked in, baby. It's me or you. So now we got to figure out how to get this cycle working well. And when you do, men, we begin to learn how to speak to the heart. Husbands, love your wife. Now, ladies, let me tell you something. You have so much power. You have, if you knew the power that you wielded. We, they say that. They say that. But you want to get a behavior out of your husband? If he does something. Guys, I know, I know. No, bear with me. You're going to like the end of this. Trust me. You want to get a behavior out of your husband. Let's say he buys you flowers. Wink, wink, baby. And you say, I like that behavior. It touched my heart. And you want him to do more of that. Well, guess what? How you affirm his heart, boom, boom. Let me give you an example. I remember I took my wife out on a date. And I'm not great at dates. One day, if you haven't heard, I'll tell you a story of my first proposal failure. Absolute epic failure. Did not think about what my wife likes. But I can promise you, I remember I took her on a date one time. Bought her a bottle of wine. We shared it together, candlelight dinner, Italian food. And after the date, I apparently had touched her heart, okay? And, uh, <laughs> but I was thinking about it. You know what I was doing that night? I was writing down the name and the year of that wine. And I was, at, so one of the things I did on the date is we went and took pictures after because we were all dressed up. I was like researching professional grade cameras and planning, like how do I buy one of these cameras? How do I make sure that wine? And where are the other good Italian food restaurants? Why? Because this cycle happened here. I was, I, I touched her heart. My heart got touched. I'm just being really real. We gotta be really real. Because too many times at men's and women's prayer, you'll hear the men say, man, my wife, she doesn't understand, she doesn't get me. We're not, you know, we're not connecting. I feel so distant from her. 
And you, you, you know, women's prayer, man, my husband, he doesn't understand. I'm like, you know, there's a way we can begin to help each other and teach each other. Men, if you make your primary goal connecting to this, speaking to this, speaking life into this, you will begin to see that, there, there, that intimacy begins to grow. You have to understand, if you bypass the cycle and you're just always here, eventually, this is no longer a fulfilling thing. And ladies, let me talk to you for a minute. If he tries and nothing, and he tries and nothing, I promise you, here's the deal. You can, you, can, you know, tell him, you know, I wish you did this. I wish this, we, I got more of this. And it's good. You need to communicate your expectations. One thing men don't like is like, we don't know what to do. You say like, oh, I just don't feel connected. Could you tell me what that means? We do. We're like, okay, well, what, what you know. So it's good to communicate. But, but when he makes a good move and he's like, yeah, hey, that actually made me feel loved. If you want a 10X, this is how men work. We're like, that worked. I'm so formulaic. If a date night is a success, I am literally researching how do I, re, how do I recreate, which by the way, I've learned men, you can't just do the same thing over and over that then defeats the purpose. <laughs> but in my mind, I'm like, okay, do it again, Matt. You, can, you got this. And there's this beautiful symmetry that, be, that happens. You'll find that when we work this out together, you're like, wow, this is the man of my dreams is happening because, because you're validating his efforts and he's gonna double down when it works. When men find something that works, we keep doing it. And the same is true, men. When you figure out, man, that makes her feel loved. I've made so many mistakes. I'm not good at date nights. I'll be really honest with you. Like, like I said, if I find a formula, I milk that thing until it's dead and gone. Until she's like, I am sick of this restaurant and sick of this wine. You know, but I'm learning, I'm learning. It's like, no, you gotta be more creative. You have, even though we're doing something special tomorrow, today's Valentine's Day, and there has to be flowers today. I learned that. <laughs> 15 years ago, Matt did not know that. He didn't figure that out. But because we're in this cycle and because we're in covenant, because she can't just go run away and I just can't go run away, we gotta figure this thing out. And intimacy begins to come birth through that. Now, single people in the room, remember this for when you're married, but let me tell you something. What makes this whole thing so precious is this. I remember talking to a young man. He said, you know, he's a teenager. He said, Pastor Matt, why is it so hard? Why, if God wants me to wait till I'm married, why did he make me, me, so hard? The girls are so pretty. I said, when you say to her, forsaking all others, that don't mean nothing if you didn't have to forsake something. Wow. It's actually the, the, the pain of the, and the, and the protecting and the, and the treasure of saying, yes, this, this would make me feel good in the moment, but I'm, I'm containing this to put into one relationship. And that way, that way, when I fail here, guys, when you fail here, because guess what? Not every date night works, okay? You will, boom, crash and burn. 
but this is something you fought so hard to protect. So you go, you know what? Next one, I am gonna get here. I am gonna find a way. I'm gonna be chivalrous, I'm gonna be nice, I'm gonna tell her she's pretty, I'm gonna keep doing these things. You'll learn to love somebody well. The Bible says that you save that for your one well. Don't just go to any old stream, any old place. Single people, what makes, and listen to me, by the way, this is not a condemnation for your past. But if you could understand this and from this day forward say, God, I want to do this your way. There's so much power in that. Whether it's a year from now, two years from now, two months from now, who knows when that altar time is going to come. But when you come, you say, you know what? From the time I realized what this was, that this was the divine glue God gave me, I protected this from all others, forsaking all others. The forsaking starts not on the altar. It started way before. And it becomes precious. And ladies, the same thing. You know, if a guy's not interested in you for you, I promise you, if, if he can't wait there, he ain't going to be very good at taking care of this. If, you, if to him you're not worth the wait, he won't be very good at this. He won't. He won't. So God loves you. So for the married couples, we're gonna, I'm going to pray for people right now. For the married couples, listen. It's okay, it doesn't, this, this, this connection, this intimacy, it can be hard, but that's the beauty of a covenant is God says, you got your whole life to figure this out. You got your whole life to figure this out. You know, and let me tell you, if you haven't took your wife on a date in a long time, just prepare you. Gentlemen, the first date, you're gonna get in a fight. Most times you will. Why? Because you're gonna turn on something that hasn't been turned on in a minute. And she's going to realize I was starving. Wow. <laughs> and her first reaction would be like, maybe a little bit of like, I wish this. But if you'll stick to it, say, I know. But I'm, but I'm shifting now. Right, right. I'm shifting gears. And wives, if your husband's not tender, not responding, understand that when, when there's an effort, you have this ability to validate his heart. And speak to him that, man, you're valuable. And thank you. You, you see this flow and it, begin, it bonds you together. It's so beautiful. So for married couples, I just want to encourage you. Let's reconnect. Maybe you got to have a tough conversation, an awkward conversation, call right home. Have it. Let, let your wife tell you her heart's concerns. You know? Husbands, communicate. Man, I've felt just... We are connected here, but let God bring healing. He wants us to talk about it because the accord of three is not easily broken. As Ecclesiastes said, Jesus wants to be in the middle of the conversation. He wants to say, I'm glad you're talking because I know it hurts, but you've been ignoring that hurt and the infection's now coming out and you're bringing things to light and God can now heal and restore and you guys can hug it out and say, let's get this right. Single people. Maybe... You're like, oh, that whole box thing? I, don't know, I haven't done that yet. Listen, God right now is bringing this to light because he loves you. He doesn't want you to train your brain that this, 
this is all manipulation and control. It's not. And outside of covenant, that's what it becomes. He wants you to protect your heart and find that right person. And so you're not condemned today, but I wanna encourage you. The Bible says when you repent, God steps in. Repent isn't, it means changing the way you think. It's saying, you know what? I wanna do this God's way. Young people in the room, I know we got our youth in here. Make a commitment from this day forward. I promise you. You know that divorce rates for people who waited till they're married are astronomically low. Come on, let's stand to our feet. I know that was simple. I hope that helps somebody. Very practical. Very practical. Come on, just turn your palms to heaven. God, you're the author of love. You're the author of connection. Married or not, what we want more than anything is to be known, to be loved, to be wanted, and to be needed. God, we find that first and foremost in you. We find that first and foremost in you, Lord. So God, we just come to you, whether we're married or single, God, fill our hearts today. Fill our hearts tonight. God, where there's been brokenness and dysfunction and we weren't doing things the way you intended us to do them. Well, right now we repent, which just means we change our mind. We say, I'm gonna do it God's way. God, I wanna teach me how to do this your way. And watch what he does. He's the miracle working God. He just needs an invitation. And it's our repentance that's an invitation. It's renewing our mind, saying, I wanna do things God's way and trust him. So God, we just pray for healing. Right now, if you're married right now and you're with your spouse, just hold each other's hands. God, we declare healing and more connection, more intimacy, Lord. Forgiveness. On both sides, forgiveness. Tear out the bitter roots, Lord. Let us communicate and start fresh. Come on, now I wanna pray for any single person room. God, we thank you. that every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. And Lord, as we lean into you, we step into the goodness of God and the abundance of God. I just declare where maybe people feel lonely or our broken hearts or, or Lord, maybe we're just in the battle. We're not necessarily looking for the spouse, but we're in that battle right now to say, I'm, I wanna do this your way, Lord. I wanna cross the finish line uh, in your principles. God, we just pray for strength and trust in you, Lord. Trust that you reward every step we take towards you in life. And you reward us when we turn something over to you and say, God, you're king, so I'm gonna do this the kingdom way. In Jesus' name, and the church said, amen, amen. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already, and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.